Welcome to Review Set Scare with Jess and Blair. I'm Jess. I'm Blair. Blair, how are you? I'm doing good, buddy. Yourself? I'm doing pretty well, thanks. Uh, weekend's been good? It has been good. It's been relaxing. Uh, Any time away from work is a good day. It is indeed. It is indeed. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, we have some horror news to start off with right away. Big news. So, Saw 10 news. Okay. First of all, crazy that there's 10 Saw movies. I know, right? Have you seen all of them? No. No. Not even, I don't even think I've seen <laughs> half of them. Um, I think I've seen about half of them, probably. Definitely seen the first three, mm-hmm. but, oh my God, 10 of them. There's a lot. Um, so, we know that there's a new one coming out, Saw 10, and we know that Tobin Bell is He's coming back. back as Jigsaw, but I recently read on Bloody Disgusting that there are rumors that original cast member and former Calgary HorrorCon guest, Shawnee Smith, is in talks to return to the franchise. I read that too, and I, I think it would be awesome if she does make a return. Yeah, she played Amanda Young in Saw, Saw 2, Saw 3, and Saw 6, as well as appearing in archival footage in Saw 4, Saw 5, and Saw 3D. So she's been in most of them. You'd say she's a major part of the franchise, right? Like, why, big not, time. why not bring her back? Big time. Big time, big time, big time. Um, the other news that I want to talk about, M. Night Shyamalan, uh, famous director, has a new film coming out called Knock the Cabin. Yeah. Based on the book The Cabin at the End of the World, written by Paul G. Tremblay, has finally gotten an MPA film rating, and to the shock of most, rated R. Really? Only the second M. Night Shyamalan movie to get an R rating. Is um, Paul Tremblay, mm. the writer of the book, is that the same Paul Tremblay from the Trailer Park Boys? It is not. Oh, okay. Is that uh, the same name though, I right? think a same name and I think a common <laughs> uh, misconception is that they're the same person. Completely different though. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, only his second R rated movie. Wow, what was his first? Uh, the Happening. Okay. Back in 2008. Uh, do you have a favorite M. Night Shyamalan movie, Blair? Yes, I do. It would have to be um, The Sixth Sense. Oh. Love The Sixth Sense, man. So when I was a kid, that was the one movie that scared the living daylights out of me. It's fucking scary, man. The it one, is. It's scary. The one scene that always got me was Haley Joel Osment in his little fort tent in his bedroom. And the ghost in there that vomits. Yeah. She vomits, right? Yeah. And I was, that was it for me. That was it for me. Um, I love uh, Signs. Signs is a good one. Joaquin Phoenix. What about The Village? Can't be bothered. No, I wasn't oh, a fan. Cannot be bothered. It is so, it, it's far too boring. Old? Did you watch Old? I did. Um, it was good until the famous M. Night Shyamalan twist ending yeah. came in. And then I said, well, that was stupid. Um, but I thought the actual, the beginning was okay. It was creepy. It was interesting. But yeah, the ending was just, it was stupid. Yeah. It was cheap. I, I felt, I felt robbed. <laughs> I agree with you on that. Oh, goodness. That's all I have for horror news this week. Blairski, you got anything? I uh, know nothing to share. Um, you did say you saw um, Violent Night, though, this week in theaters. Did I ever? Curious your thoughts on that quick. So, um, I was a little bit worried because my expectations were very high. Mm-hmm. I saw the trailer for the first time when I saw Halloween Ends. Yeah. And I said, this looks like the perfect movie. Well, the trailer was better than the whole movie of Halloween Ends. 
touche, boo-bam. <laughs> boo-bam indeed. Um, so my expectations were high and I was afraid I was going to get let down. Let me tell you, it was so much fun. Yeah. The movie, oh, it was just, who is it? David Harbour? I think it's his name. David Harbour. He's in Stranger Things. He's also in Black Widow. Marvel That's movies. right. Yeah. yeah. He is so good as Santa Claus. And like I said, the movie is just so enjoyable. It is so much fun. It's We were talking about it earlier. It's a little bit of a mixture between Home Alone and Die Hard. I would say it's more of an action film than a horror, horror movie. movie. It is so much fun. And it is so gory and so over the top. But also uh, a little sentimental. It's got that little dash of uh, Christmas magic. A little, little Christmas spirit. In Just there. a little sprinkle. <laughs> I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited to go see that uh, with Rachel. I'm not sure if it's going to be one we see in theaters yeah. or if I'm going to wait till it comes out. But yeah. It's going to be watched. I have a so. feeling it's going to be one that um, is a reoccurring watch around the holiday season. Yeah. It perfect. is just, it's so much fun. I can never have too many Christmas movies. Oh, it's great. Let's get right into it, shall we? Let's do it, buddy. Today, we are doing an interesting one. A cult classic, some might say. Very much so. I think so. most would say. Yeah, very much so. Uh, today we were doing 1987's Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Um, I guess we should explain, because it is now December, we decided that we were doing nothing but seasonal horror films. A little bit of Christmas spirit. What better one to start off with than Silent Night, Deadly Night 2? Have you ever seen the first one? I haven't. I haven't either. I haven't seen the third one. I haven't there's seen a the third one? I haven't seen the fourth one. What, there's a fourth uh, one? I haven't seen the fifth one. You're lying. I think there's six or seven of them. I could be wrong. There could only <laughs> be three, but I think there's quite a few of them. I literally only thought there was the two of them. I think the second one is maybe the only one that matters. Probably. Um, which is not saying much, but <laughs> oh goodness... <laughs> This one, runtime, hour and 28 minutes. I think the perfect runtime. Um, didn't feel overly long. Uh, a lot of fun, though. Oh, my goodness. Fun facts. Apparently, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 was filmed in 10 days. Really? That's it? Honestly, who'd have thunk? If somebody said, <laughs> hey, this movie was shot in eight days, I'd say, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> if they said, hey, this movie was shot in five days, I'd even say... Yeah, you're probably right. There's not much that really goes on. If somebody said this was a fun afternoon project, we filmed the movie today, I would have said, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, 130, Blair. Do you know why that number is so important? No, please fill me in. Apparently, 130 is the number of times Ricky's eyebrows move up and down throughout the film. So, okay, did someone actually sit there and count that? I guess so. I guess so. He was giving Dwayne The Rock Johnson a run for his money with that people's eyebrow. Did you smell what Ricky Caldwell was cooking, Blair? Oh, man, that's funny. But he does. It was a lot. He does move his eyebrows. Anytime he talks, his eyebrows are just... It was a lot. Um, we'll get into it, but I feel like uh, Ricky Caldwell, uh, the character, did not get a whole lot of direction in no. this film. Or he maybe got misleading direction. Uh, this one, directed by Lee Harry, also directed 1991's Street Soldiers. And apparently, he helped edit the title sequence for the 1994 Jean-Claude Van Damme classic, Street Fighter. Really? Big movie. Huge. <laughs> A typical 1990s yeah. movie, yeah. Street Fighters. This one written by Lee Harry, Michael Hickey, and Paul Kamey, starring Eric Freeman as Ricky Caldwell, 
had small kind of bit roles in The Twilight Zone and America's Most Wanted. Uh, also starring James Newman as Dr. Henry Bloom. Again, bit roles in X-Files, Evan Almighty, and Legally Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blonde. Big fan <laughs> of that series, Blairski? Um, well, I've only seen the first one. I don't really remember it. Legendary. Legendary. <laughs> and finally... Tell you're a big fan. That's right. Finally, starring Eliz- uh, Elizabeth Caton as Jennifer. So she appeared in Friday the 13th, Part 7. Okay. The New Blood as Robin. I can't really remember the character of Robin. I can't really remember that movie at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, she also starred as a secretary... In the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito buddy comedy, Twins. Okay. Big Schwarzenegger fan? Not so much, no. Big DeVito fan. I do like DeVito. Uh, Matilda. Matilda. um, So good. Always sunny. Always forget about it. Forget about it. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Okay. Synopsis for Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2, courtesy of IMDb. The now adult Ricky talks to a psychiatrist about how he became a murderer after his brother, Billy, died, which leads back to Mother Superior. Bit of a confusing synopsis. A bit of a confusing movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Boo-bam again. Um, a lot of the movie was shot using clips from the first Silent Night, Deadly Night. I, I was wondering that. Yeah. I was really wondering that. Um, although the synopsis might be a bit confusing... I, I don't think you need to see the first movie um, for the second movie to make sense. I think with uh, the flashbacks and all that, they paint a somewhat clear picture. So if I'm correct, mm. a lot of the scenes that showed Ricky's brother yeah. was from the first movie. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, that leads us to a great segment. One of our favorites, as they all are. Kill Count. Kill Count. The time of the show we count. The kills. Blairski, you got a Kill Count for Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2? I do. I don't have much information on it like I have in previous Mm. episodes. Um, Kill Count's 13. Okay. 11 men, 2 women. Okay. Um, Watching the movie, I felt like it was a higher kill count. Like it yeah. seemed higher to me, but that is the kill count. 13. So there was 13 kills, 11 men, 2 women. But, yeah, watching the movie, because I lost it count seems, watching it. This is like a like a over-the-top slasher. It like it does, it does feel like there's a lot more. Although 13, I believe, is on the higher, higher end of the scale it of is. movies that we've reviewed so far. It is. Certainly... I think it's still less than Ernest Scared Stupid. You won't beat Ernest Scared Stupid with Mosquito. a whopping 30 plus. How many did Mosquito have? 30 plus. We don't talk about Mosquito anymore. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, let's get right into it, Blairski. What did you like about Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2? I loved the home address of Mother Superior. What was it for our viewers who didn't watch the movie? <laughs> 666. A nun. You'd a nun. think that would be a massive red flag when moving into a place. Right. It's like, oh, that's the number I'm supposed to avoid. Yeah. Move but in. the rent's cheap. <laughs> like, the market must really be shit, hey? <laughs> Dear Lord. Anything else you liked about this uh, one? The whole 80s vibe of it. Oh, yeah. Um, I did like the kills and found it very funny. 
Now, the acting was horrible, but it was so fucking bad that yeah. it was, like, funny. Yeah. It was just a fun movie to watch, and that's really what I liked about it. Just yeah. how, how much fun it was to watch it. Yeah. I watched it with Rachel. We found ourselves laughing, like, quite a bit. The whole movie? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, goodness. But, I mean, it's not a good movie by any means, but yeah. it's just fun to watch. It's and, entertaining for yeah. sure. Yeah. And that was that's what I liked the best about it. Goodness. Um, I thought the dialogue was so bad, but the actors were so committed to what they were saying throughout the whole film that it was just really entertaining. Um, it's one of those movies that's so bad that it's good. Right. You know, like it's just there's so many quotable lines throughout the whole movie, which we'll obviously get to. But it is so bad. So bad. It is good. If a friend asks you for like bad movie suggestions, watch this. Suggest one. it, yeah. I never once lost interest in how bad this movie was. <laughs> um, very campy, very cheesy, which I personally love. Yeah, that's and it. I really expect from a movie from 1987 called Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. I, I pray that it's going to be cheesy. Those kind of movies are your vibe. A total, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought the deaths were pretty unique. They were good. Um, just to list off a few, a man is impaled with an umbrella, which then opens. Uh, a woman is impaled on a taxidermy deer head, which doesn't mm-hmm. open, but it's it's <laughs> great. And then a man is uh, run over repeatedly with a Jeep. Yeah, repeatedly. Repeatedly. <laughs> so good. Um, that leads to our next section. Blairsky, what didn't you like about Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2? Well, as I already said, the acting was bad. The, was acting, bad. the acting was very bad. <laughs> the soundtrack for the movie was really bad as well. Oh, goodness. It was just fucking horrible. Yeah. And what I didn't like is the whole movie, they have this serial killer... In an interview room, yeah. walking around freely. He's not chained up. He's not chained Nothing. up. He's not handcuffed. He's smoking cigarettes, doing yeah. his thing. And this is a, a character that you see throughout the movie. He's killed a few people. And they know he has. It's not a one-off. Like It's not like they're interrogating him, trying to figure him out if he is the killer. They yeah. know he's the killer. The gull of the psychiatrist to wave away the security as well. <laughs> Be like, I, I got this. And it's like, <laughs> I don't think you do. And he did not. He did not at all, <laughs> at all. Uh, what did you not like about this movie? I agree with you uh, on the music. It, it felt like the music played for the entire movie. And it was bad, and it felt very like after school special. <laughs> it felt like I was watching an hour and twenty nine minutes of Degrassi Junior High, <laughs> which I love Degrassi Junior High. As a Canadian, I think uh, we have to, but it. Uh, <laughs> It just seems to, like, you, you kind of notice it. It's like, wait a minute, is the music still playing? kind of takes you a bit, uh, a bit out of the movie for a little bit. It does. Um, I feel like there was no direction whatsoever there with was the actors. Not. You feel bad because you can, like, nobody wants to give a bad performance. But I feel like maybe the director needed to uh reel back some of the performances and just tell them not to be so over the top i couldn't tell if they were going for that or if they just didn't know you know what i mean apparently apparently producers and directors and writers had different ideas for the characters okay and uh the guy who played ricky also had a different idea originally and they i think it was just like a A schmuck yeah 
And it was it was a lot. Which is also like one of the most endearing parts of the movie. Fair. It's the character of Ricky. He makes it so entertaining. Yeah. It would it wouldn't be enjoyable to watch without Ricky. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, Blair, what did you learn from watching Silent Night, Deadly Night 2? Lessons we learned from watching Insert title of movie here. All right. I'm going to have to read this one out. Okay. Uh, I learned, do not get caught having sex in an orphanage run by nuns. Sex is naughty and will be punished. Yeah, you're going to hell. Which leads to the next thing I learned. Yeah. I learned that naughty must be punished and that punishment is good. Punishment is absolute. As per the great words of Mother Superior. I have a question about um, <laughs> the people doing the naughty uh, at the orphanage. Who were those people? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> they seemed awfully old to be students there. It didn't show them before. It did no, not show them after. Not that I can remember. <laughs> but again, that's why this movie movie is so endearing. All we know is they got a whooping. Yeah. Oh, did they ever? <laughs> did they ever get a whooping? Mother Superior basically kicked that door down. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you learn, buddy? Uh, sometimes bad horror movies are the most enjoyable to watch. Fair. Literally, this movie was an hour and a half, and I never got bored once. I was just, I was anticipating the next scene. And you I get bored keep, easy watching movies. I get distracted, yeah. I think it's a big thing. Like, if it's not, and usually, if it starts off with a bang, and I'm invested in the first five minutes you got to keep feeding that fire, you know? Yeah. If not, I'm going to start getting distracted. Like, you got to keep my interest. Um, the second lesson I learned is even bullies like to take a break from bullying to go tobogganing. <laughs> I also noticed one of the bullies in this scene on his winter jacket was just a bunch of lift tickets from a ski hill. Really? And I just remember that instantly from my childhood. Being in elementary school and on winter... Recess time. Kids would all have their... Every kid walking around yeah. with lift tickets on their jackets. And it was like flashback. No one ever took them off. Ever. <laughs> and it's like, it's a cheap piece of wire and a piece of paper. Like, you can rip them off. Yeah. It was uh, it was like you're showing off war medals. I'm bad with that. I with went my, there. <laughs> I'm bad with that with my luggage tags. Oh, my suitcase, yeah. right? You're just flexing. Showing people where you've been. <laughs> Look where I've been. Big time. Um, that's what I've learned from watching Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. This is going to be a fun section. Line of the night. 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 Blairski, we talked about this briefly, but we basically said that the entire movie could be a, a line of the night. Easily. Just Every, a compilations. Everything Ricky says Ugh. could be used as a line of the night. Yeah. Um, what do you have for line of the night? Okay, well, I've got one, but before I get to that one, um, we have to discuss Garbage Day. So Garbage Day, it's a big deal. It is a huge deal. Garbage day. Garbage day. <laughs> so this was made into, I believe it was an internet meme, a YouTube clip, but it's, yeah. 
Garbage Day. Garbage Day. It is the most iconic line, I think, in any horror movie. One of the most iconic lines. Definitely the most iconic line from this movie. And it's instantly quotable and memorable. And every day is Garbage Day. And it's just how he says it. And he, out of those 130 times he raised his eyebrows, yeah. he must have raised them 10 to 15 times just yeah. saying garbage. Day. Half of them came in that <laughs> single shot. So I have that written here for my line of the night. I'm not going to use it because that's just uh, a given. That's it's a, a cop-out. I think everyone was expecting that. That That is going to be the line of the night uh, king. I think when we do our <laughs> yearly wrap-up, that'll, that'll be the king of line of the night. <laughs> Other than garbage day. Um, I have written here, um, when the doctor is first introducing himself yeah. and he's like, hi, I'm Dr. Henry, Henry Bloom. You can call me Henry or you can even just call me doc if you like. To which Ricky replies, fuck off doc. <laughs> <laughs> just how he said it. The whole sequence just made me fucking laugh. Yeah. I paused it instantly. Wrote that down. Yeah. Like, you that knew is it was going in. Yeah. yeah. So good. Um, other than the whole movie being a line of the night, that's yeah. all I wrote down. I mean, a line of the night could be three pages long. And we'd be here all day doing line of the night. <laughs> I got a couple. I've, I've got quite a few, actually. Okay. Uh, in a flashback, Ricky, as a child, says, Billy, what's wrong? And a small child playing with Ricky says, your brother's a nutcase. That's what's wrong. I thought that was great. Uh, another one. Dr. Bloom says to Ricky, do you dream, Ricky? And Ricky responds with, I don't sleep. <laughs> he said it just like that. Yeah, I don't sleep. <laughs> so great. Um, this, to me, is right after Garbage Day as being like the best quote in the whole movie. Ricky says this uh, in a voiceover. He says, you tend to get paranoid when everyone around you gets dead. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I believe this is right before the whole Jeep scene. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you tend to get paranoid when everyone around you gets dead. And then, of course, one of the horror's most famous lines, garbage day. Garbage day. Garbage day. Oh, goodness. <laughs> this leads us to truly our, our favorite segment of the night, uh, the time of the show where we take a look at the cast and we say what other characters or celebrities they remind us of. And it's usually because of their hair. Uh, this segment, of course, is Celebrity Lookalike Time. Celebrity Lookalike Time. Blairski, you got a couple for Celebrity Lookalike Time? I do time? have a few. I've got more Celebrity Lookalikes Excellent. than I do Lines of the Night. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Let's start with Dr. Bloom. Dr. Bloom reminded me a little bit of Christoph Waltz oh. in Django Unchained. Yeah. He's also in Inglorious Bastards. He is indeed. But he reminded me of Christoph Waltz in Django Unchained. Okay. I think it was a lot with just the face. Face. Um, kind of the talk, because Christoph Waltz likes to, likes to talk. He does. He loves to talk. He's a good talker. He's a great talker. Great talker, even. Um, Ricky reminded me a bit of Skeet Ulrich in Scream. Okay. Well, you know, one of the killers yeah, in yeah. Scream. Uh, he also reminded me a bit of Mark Wahlberg. But not today's Mark Wahlberg. I'm talking Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Funky Bunch, Mark Funky Wahlberg. Bunch, Mark Wahlberg. Good vibrations. <laughs> that sweet sensation. <laughs> okay. And finally, the character Chip, who was not in the movie long. Yep. Uh, he reminded me of the one and only David Bowie. Okay. And that was the hair, for sure. Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, I like that. Big Bowie fan. 
Uh, that's all I've got, though. What do you okay. Got? Um, so the character, uh, Jim Chapman, who's the father of Billy and Ricky, who's in it right at the beginning, driving the car. Okay. Uh, reminds me of Chevy Chase's character, Clark Griswold, in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Just watch that movie. I think mostly it's because he's driving a big family car with a goofy grin. <laughs> um, and of course, because it's celebrity lookalike time, it's probably because of his hair. 100%. <laughs> um, the character of Tommy, one of Billy's victims, reminds me of mixed martial artist Patty, the baddie, Pimblet. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> watch some of his... Uh, type in Patty, uh, Patty the baddie. He's hilarious. He's a really funny guy. Uh, and then finally, no, sorry, I got two more. I also have one for Chip. I thought Chip looked like a combination of Bill Skarsgård and, and Kiefer Sutherland's character in The Lost Boys. Again, I think it's the bleach blonde hair. Yeah. Uh, finally, the security officer shot by Ricky towards the end looks a lot like Fire Marshal Bill. Played by Jim Carrey on In Living Color. <laughs> Let me show you something. Let me show you something. This leads us to our final review of 1987's Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. Blairski, out of five garbage days, what do you give Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2? This was a hard one for me to score. Yeah. Because it's um, a really fucking bad movie. But I really enjoyed watching it. We had talked about this before we started yeah. recording as well, yeah. where it's, as far as... Uh, a horror movie goes as far as a movie in general it's a bad movie but on enjoyment level it's a lot of fun 10 out of 5 it's a lot of fun so in in total I'm cutting it in half giving it a 2 and a half out of 5 garbage okay. days okay um, for me Silent Night Deadly Night Part 2 I'm giving it 2 garbage days <laughs> out of 5 <laughs> this was a fun one to watch um I think further down the line, we should probably explore the world of Silent Night, Deadly Night and uh, see how many sequels there are. That sounds like an adventure on itself, man. You know, we'll see <laughs> if we can maybe do a marathon one day. Oh, no. It would be a lot and we would both uh, become nutcases. I would probably be drinking that day. That's right. <laughs> um, but for reviews at Scare with Jess and Blair, I'm Jess. I'm Blair. Remember to stay scary. And eat every sandwich. Bye. Bye.